You better than me. Welcome to the You Better Than Me podcast. I know you guys have been like, where has Kristen and Fallon been? Because we've been missing for a couple of weeks. But now we're back and one of us is back with a new last name. Pew, 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 pew. It's the Vaughn for me. It is the Vaughn for me. Yes. Congratulations, girl. How does it feel to be a wife? I'm married now. Oh, my God. So it feels amazing i ain't even gonna lie it's like when we woke up that next day it, we were like nigga this feels a little different this does <laughs> like this some more dang stuff right now jesus ain't weeping no more like we're not we like we didn't made some some covenants like it really did feel good and just these last few weeks have been good just like adjusting just like feeling like what we have going on is like what's supposed to be going on doing the right thing and all that I know that's like cliche there is no right or wrong thing in this lifetime I I don't think but it just feels right for us and it's been cool that's what's up I know that the people are very excited to hear from you the bride all about the nuptials the wedding uh the after party everything concerning it because I know I was posting a few pictures and videos on my page as well as on the you better than me podcast page so I know people are here like okay well y'all gonna talk about this wedding because I want to I know I feel like we did so much alluding to it leading up to it and just like the planning and stressing y'all the motherfucking wedding planning business for one that's an industry that we need to tap into because that is a million dollar industry people is forever getting married and people Mm -hmm. are forever dying and having some funerals so those are two untapped markets and you do you already got a little coinage coming through somewhere down the pipeline but hey i you know how people always are like weddings and funerals being bring out the worst or like the crazy mm-hmm. people bro that is like so real like i feel like just these last seven months six months leading up to like deciding that date we're gonna get married and just planning and getting everything together like it was a lot like if anybody is listening and you got a full-time job and you are in the midst of your wedding planning season my biggest advice for you is to get a mother truck and wedding planner for one. For two, um, make sure that you and your man are on the same accord when it comes to making the decision of what y'all want to do. Because it's going to be issues about who coming, where it's going to be it, how much y'all are willing to spend. And it's like a, a really big financial decision that you're making early on in your marriage. Like you're starting out um just hitting the ground running deciding to make like this joint venture with somebody else so really make sure that your partner is on the same page when it comes to what you want to do and ooh, just be prepared because it's a lot like the, the minute you tell somebody you engage people just start showing up with all kind of true colors that you didn't even know they had so it, it's a lot to dig into People say that, I've heard this, I'm I'm not sure if it's true, so I'm trying to get your opinion on it. People say that the wedding is actually for the guests. So 
since people say that, do you think that on your day, you and your husband both enjoyed yourself and you felt like it was a day for you all and not just the attendees? I feel like every moment up until they played that music for me to start walking down the aisle to see him was probably for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Now, you were there, and I'm so gracious that you was able to have a front row seat in the mix of everything that was going on for Let the Vaughn Begin. Um, so you saw just, I guess, the genuineness of how we felt. Like, when I walked out there, it was all eyes on him. Like, I'm trying to, like, ease up the tension, like, blow kisses at him and do all these things as we're making eye contact, walking down the aisle. And baby boy is just, like, on serious mode. Like, he had that stone face. He was like, this some serious business. I feel like just the ceremony, the wedding part, just getting that walk out the way and getting those vows together. I absolutely feel like it was all me and him. Um, Everybody else was just there adding to the icing on the cake. Um, I feel like the part that's for everybody else, um, and I really hate it because people just showed me how doggish they could be, is the liquor and the food. That's what people really come in for. I feel like people come in for liquor and food and to feel like they got a seat at the table and not getting left out. Now, um, like I said, you were there, so you saw the the intimate setting that I chose as a venue. I really wanted a small wedding. Um, when we first got engaged, I really was on some boy, let's elope. Like, I want to be in the jungle somewhere barefoot with a shaman, just me and you. Like, I was very hard, hardcore, not wanting to have, like, a real wedding ceremony, especially with my dad not being here. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. I ain't no way I'm going to get married and, like, not have him here. But then it's like, as time went on, my my husband, he kind of was like, well, no, you know, I feel like we deserve our moment. So let's go ahead and do this. Like, we're not going to downplay it. We're going to do it and, like, give our parents that are here the opportunity, like, you know, experience a wedding or whatever. So my compromise was like, look, ain't nobody else walking me down the aisle. And Mm -hmm. it's going to be some things that are going to have to take place that are going to be symbolic of how I feel at this moment and how we feeling in this season. So I really just wanted a small amount of people there. And, And child, that opened up a whole different can of worms with people feeling some type of way about not being invited or some people feeling like I guess they were more entitled than yeah. others like everybody couldn't make the cut and and no shade or anything like that but when somebody is trying to curate an intimate experience everybody don't belong at the table um and that's just real that's on anything like me I'm I'm the type of person to be honest I stopped doing like big birthday dinners a couple of years ago maybe like five or six years ago because I feel like intimacy cannot be between x amount of people it has to be like a curating number so i don't even like like birthday dinners where people are like oh come to my birthday dinner it's like 15 niggas up in there i don't want to do that like i i don't like breaking bread with big groups i hate that like i don't want to do anything with like big groups when it's supposed to be in intimate to be honest and i don't know that's the beauty of COVID too because even coming out of COVID, i know COVID is still going on guys but coming out of COVID. Um, on the other side of it like you still had to have like a set amount of people like everything was more intimate and everything had to be more curated and you just had to say or you could use the excuse due to COVID I can't have this many people exactly and see we kind of on the tail end of it so I think people were not necessarily taking that to into account Mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, and if you really know me, I'm very intentional, intentional about everything I do. I don't break bread with everybody. If I don't want to be around certain people that I don't like the energy, if people make me feel some type of way, I, I already know who to invite where. I know that XYZ is not nobody I'm inviting on vacation or I'm not inviting them to have dinner with XYZ no more. Oh, that's, uh, a whole, that's a whole nother podcast. A whole nother podcast. But I'm very intentional about like picking people and and not even in like no shallow way. Like I only wanted right. people around that that really either poured into me during this season of him and I getting together or like people that made an impact or like people that spoke life over our relationship, um, people who genuinely cared about us. Um, that was like my, my mind frame when curating a guest list. And even with that, you got to talk with your partner about that. Like our thing was like, okay, more friends and more family. Like me, I did have more friends there than family. And my husband had more family there than friends, but that's just personal preference or whatever. Like, um, you know, I have family that I, you know, we're blood and all of that. I love you to death. But as far as being close where, you know, about like my relationship. So we're spending time right. together talking about what's going on. Like, that's just not what it is. Or we're not close to that level where I would want you on something where I'm taking like a vow or like doing something just like sacred. And it's again, no shade. It's just my own preference of like who, I wanted to share that moment with and I mean people don't necessarily understand it and I feel like people don't understand it until they're in that situation they have to curate something that's you know special to them and it's like that's why when it comes to weddings I'm always like people have to do what's best for them it's not about me in this moment in this season it's whatever works for a bride and a groom and you just can't be upset about it you gotta let people have their day for real and it it I, unfortunately there were people who were a little upset about it on my part um I don't know if he had any people that were upset about invitations or like thereof um but I did have people who I guess wanted to be included and felt a little uh, upset that they weren't um and, and I won't even call nobody out but one of them, I talked to them after the fact and they kind of were like, man, I'm sorry, you know, I get it now. I was thinking one way. I'm like, yeah, you're being a little selfish, whatever. You were thinking about yourself and not me. Yeah, but whatever. Take an apology. Keep it rolling. Um, the other one I haven't talked to, so I don't even know what what they own at this point. I don't really care, but it's it, it's so many just like intricate things that you have to think about and and it really is a stressful thing but like actually getting to that finish line and seeing like all the results of your hard work it just makes it all worthwhile I think yeah I agree I know you and I talked throughout like your planning process and of course you didn't tell me everything at all so it was really good to come in and see some things that you told me and then like see other touches that belong to you and Demond it was like really cute like pictures of Pepper. I'm like, who who dog is this? And then one of our friends was like, that's Pepper. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's in a tuxedo. So just to see that painting and just to see little touches throughout the wedding. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is so fallin' because I know how you expressed to me that you didn't want to have a wedding. You really wanted something small and intimate. So to bring this to fruition and still have like a lot of uh, bits and pieces of you and him in the wedding, that was really good to see. Yeah, my baby did have his little tux and his little 
Sage Bowtie, you know, Peppa had to be in the building. It was of the utmost importance that my puppy was included because, like I said, he is a part of our lives. He He's become a support dog for both my husband and I. So it was, it was like no way that we couldn't have him included in one way. And my baby is, is not socialized. He is a little thug life. So I wasn't going to bring Peppa up in there and have him embarrassing us. We had enough other <laughs> things to worry about instead of, you know, trying to corral a, a, a bad schnauzer. That's funny. So what was like one of your favorite portions of the wedding that either people saw during the wedding or people that were privy to have the first look with the bride? Um, what was your favorite part? Besides the actual had, getting married. <laughs> yes. I had so many favorite parts that that were also intimate. Like I wanted a lot of stuff that wasn't going to be privy to everybody. So I only had my mama and my aunt like helping me get ready. So it was just us very low key. I know like on Instagram and TikTok, you see like the big parties and all the bridesmaids and all the people in their little see-through pajamas and all of that getting ready for their wedding. And I didn't want it to be like that. I just wanted something that was going to be very zen, very just intentional. Um, so it was just us, very quiet, chilling, having a little Let the One Begin playlist that I made going, getting my makeup done. Um, and then after I got dressed, we did something that I, I kind of saw this idea maybe on Pinterest or something where the girls did it with their bridesmaids. So being me, I didn't have a traditional bridal party. Like I was very big on like not having people have different roles or titles because I feel like every other wedding that I've been in, um, it felt more like an obligation than mm -hmm. like a desire to do something. So I got people that I roll with tight. And if you have been a person to me who has like played a part in developing who I am or I didn't cry on your shoulder or confided in you, um, or you've proven to me that you are my my chosen family. I wanted you to be included in what I was calling my bride tribe. So I had maybe mm, like 20 people that just friends from different areas of life, from like high school, college, law school, and just people that I met as an adult. So I kind of gave everybody a designated color. Um, I sent out just one generic email like, hey, if you want to do whatever, let me know. Just pick a little color, do, do what you do. And I decided to do a first look with the bride tribe. So that moment, like when I walked out and just saw all of y'all with like your different colors on. And baby, it's going to break the internet when the pictures do get posted because that is like the flyest display of black girl magic that I have ever seen like I damn near forgot I was the one that was supposed to get the oohs and ahs when I walked around the <laughs> and saw all y'all looking like a fine-ass troop of black mermaids with like all these varying colors like I had to stop in my tracks that just that moment for me like I can't wait to see the actual video of just how beautiful everybody looked in that just, I don't even know if they told y'all to line up or what, but when I turned the corner and like saw all y'all, I was like, damn, I am such a clever 
person. <laughs> it was beautiful, y'all. Like, Fallon got her pictures back, so she shared them with me. And just looking at the pictures, it was beautiful. But what I enjoyed about that moment, and I don't know if you heard this, was like, we had our eyes closed and then we were, I know I started screaming like, we love you, Fallon. Like we started affirming you because in that moment Aww. it was just like, this is just so sweet. So I'm happy to see, or we'll be excited to see what the video is like too. Yes. Like we were kind of trying to cheer you on like, Woo! I know. It was just like <laughs> such a surreal moment. Like all of y'all are there with like your hands over your eyes. I'm seeing all this fur and all these bitches and silk and taffeta and just looking like a big a fleet of mermaid rich black bitches and it was giving me so much life and just the like we did a prayer we did a sound bowl session and then our hostess co-hostess with the mostest sang the lord's prayer and baby you better than me if you didn't have no tears in your eye when when Kristen hit that lord's prayer and baby had the vibratos up in there. And I was like, oh, I my was so God. nervous. But I looked out and I saw people wiping their eyes. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> we was like, it was just so moving. It like, was so I special. I can't wait to see the video. And I know, like, you're a sorority person. So I know y'all have, like, traditions that y'all do at weddings and all of that. Yeah. But I felt like that was even deeper, honestly. Um, no, no I care. agree. I definitely. Felt so it was like damn near like going to church before the wedding is how I felt. Yeah. But it wasn't even just church. It was just um what is it? What what's a good word? Um, it was like church and culture a little bit, you know, church yeah. culture community because that prayer was off the chain. Yes. The sound bowl was just so different. And just to hear the sound bowl and hear the sound just radiating throughout, like that was just perfect. Yeah. And that that singing, that singing, <laughs> that girl, that sang that singing girl. Lord. I'm about Lord. to say, like, I know you talk this. Oh, I can sing a little bit, you know. I I've sung at weddings a few times. Oh, you know, sometimes I'll sing in the theater review, baby. I like I had chills, like literally. Oh I was goodness. like, I'm not about to cry my makeup off. I know that's I right. Had <laughs> literal chills, and I like I cannot wait to see the video. Or you gonna have to wait. Didn't you post that? your Instagram or some of you singing I re-song the song once I got to the hotel because I was like I was just so nervous like it was just because when I looked at the pictures I was wiping my eyes on the pictures mm -hmm. when you came out so it was just so like emotionally driven I think that everyone that you picked to be a part of your bride tribe was truly 150 percent there for you and there yeah. for your husband and they're just it was just good intentions in that room yeah. that whole room was just extremely vibey I yeah. mean you didn't have any type of attitudes you know how sometimes mm -hmm. women can be catty it was, catty, none of yeah. it was like we here for Fallon like we're trying to see Fallon it was just all good vibes so yeah like that moment was just like surreal like I felt mm -hmm. just so affirmed and just like so ready like I had like when I walked out there after that like I was just like okay I'm ready for for my man like shoot it's at this point I have been freaking it felt like a tribal ritual damn near like y'all prepared yeah. me y'all wiped me up wiped me down cleansed me up and just filled me with so much love and light and like affirmation from the community like it was just like a sacred moment and that was just that was everything for me and I cannot wait until I get the video just to share um because I feel like a lot of people 
don't have that type of moment at their wedding. Um, and even if they do, I've never seen like a display like that. And I'm not even like hyping it up because it was my own shit. It really was just different and and very powerful and very meaningful. And like my husband, see, I'm going to use the husband word as many times yeah, as you can also. <laughs> my husband always be talking about the coven and like like oh hey, your coven what a covenant like it really felt like it was on some just historical ancestry like I feel like the ancestors was up there with us singing like I very much so just feel like that was an epic moment in black history and that like I just feel like Mona Lucci baby girl better uh take this whole submission and and give me a little spread up in the magazine because that was epic like that was i I haven't seen no shit as fly as that and i'm not even tooting my own horn i'm mad that it was like with the colors like typically with weddings it's like oh you gotta get this color you gotta get this style i want you to look like this and it was none of that it looked perfect like Everybody just looked so good with the different shades of green on. It was just perfect. It was like different textures too. Like it wasn't all satin. It was velvet. Everybody had different outfits. Just the fur, the makeup, the hairstyles, all the natural hair. Like y'all bitches were smelling like cocoa butter and Mazzani and black black <laughs> essence and just and, and baccarat because because the rich girls was there now baby it was it was some coinage <laughs> it was some coinage up in the building now y'all coinage I was looking like money I said I got a, a a whole stable of bad bitches like I just wish I had the you know men folk in the audience because the men oh, that no, the men the men would have lost their mind had they seen that fleet of just. Yeah baddies because y'all were so gorgeous and I'm not even like I'm not even hyping you up I'm not even trying to just exaggerate because y'all are my friends like y'all understood the damn assignment and all I did was tell everybody four different colors and y'all made it happen like baby girl had her little pantsuit a little satin a little silk You had your little boat, like everybody killed it. Um, and I mean, you know, it's me. I was very intentional about picking the colors. I wanted everything that was going to be succulents. Like our wedding colors were emerald, sage, and charcoal. Um, so I researched the colors, the meaning behind them, and you know, everything was intentional. I wanted it to look like succulents, like the flowers that don't need nothing but earth to grow and flourish and like they tough as all get out and like I wanted that symbolism to just be there with everything like even the color emerald emerald is a symbol of loyalty new beginnings peace and security it also represents personality traits such as faithfulness love as well as harmony and balance um, and then the sage, like sage is like representing you burn some sage, your protection, the eat keep your mm-hmm. evil away and all of that. So just those that was colors. my first time seeing that done at a wedding. So I thought that was really, really nice. And then having yes. um part of the bride tribe holding sage while you were Yeah. So I I, really I, I um I saw this lady that I follow on Instagram. 
the smudge witch who should be posting like all these cute little sage bundles and everything and i saw she had made like custom bouquets of sage for her friend's wedding so i hit this lady up like look i don't know if you sell this but i need it for my wedding right she was like oh i can make it what are your wedding colors so like she has an etsy is that how you say it it's you know i be pronouncing she has an etsy shop um before y'all try to drag me for mispronunciation mispronunciation (laughs) but she has an etsy shop or whatever and i just gave her our wedding colors and like told her like the vibe i was on and she sent them back and i was like okay okay friend so like i just i literally wanted somebody to clear the space make it just peaceful bless it get all the energy clear for my entrance so all the bridesmaids had sage bundles or like a a actual sage or like some type of crystal attached to their sage bundle like everything had a meaning like the stones Mm -hmm. that were used just everything now i wish i had had somebody up there saging at after party well, that's another story. <laughs> that's another story. But okay, what about the music as everyone walked in, like the bride tribe and the parents? Oh, yeah. and the, bro, yeah. that music, listen, y'all, the music at Fallon's wedding, not only for the actual wedding portion, but as we sat down to dine, like the music was phenomenal. I was telling Fallon that I thought it was somebody that looked just like her mom and ended up being her aunt. I was like, girl, I know your auntie got tired of us because we were singing every single song <laughs> at the table. We was like singing it, not just singing it. We was having like a show. Like I would yes. put my phone in front of somebody's mouth and they would sing. And then <laughs> I had an uncle, well, we called him aunt. She had um, a family member at the table, an older gentleman. And I was like, you got this part. Like just, we was just like really carrying on doing that. Yeah, um, well, I wanted to take y'all to church, but let us go on the segue and pay the church's money before we get up into that. Let me shake my tambourine and then we'll talk about the music when we come back. You've probably heard of our sister company, Pyromedia Network, where some of the best rising star creators are streaming next level content. But have you ever wondered how they are produced? Have you ever wanted that same top quality content creation, photography, video production, and more for your brand? Don't take another second to debate. Book your wedding photographer or videographer, create a promo for your business, or get your special occasion film in the most beautiful way possible. Visit www.tyromediaproductions.com or call 323-405-3820 to schedule a free consultation and let us take your project to the next level. Okay, so music is absolutely one of me and Demond's love languages. Like we have different songs that match different places that we've been or like something that is played when we were driving somewhere or just random stuff that happens that we'll be like, oh, this this needs to be on our soundtrack. So when we started just like doing our hardcore wedding planning, I had the idea like, oh, let's make a, a soundtrack, you know, to go with our wedding hashtag. So I, I started making the Let the Vaughn Begin playlist, which you can download on the on my Apple um, <laughs> if you're so inclined. But I wanted songs that just really fed our souls, like songs that we've sang to each other, songs that we've been silly to and dance with in the living room or just like something that's been playing when we went out on a date. 
So I just started compiling this whole list of songs. So when it came time to figure out what the processional songs were going to be, you know, I had this playlist, but Baby was like, I think this song would would be fly. And I was like, okay, this is different. So mm-hmm. he walked out and had his groomsmen walk out to I'd rather be with you. Ooh, yeah. Dope. So dope. So <laughs> I was like, okay, baby, that got some swag to it. So then I'm like, well shoot, I need to have something that's gonna match. So we're brainstorming again. Um at first I was gonna walk out to At Last by Eddie James. And then he was like you know, y'all doing this witch shit, you know, the sage and all of this, the cousins coming out. Um, I put a spell on you, should be a song or whatever. Jamon thought of that? He thought of the whole... Girl, every, kudos every, to him. Yes, every song for the wedding processional he wow. picked. So, I, again, I was like, I'm gonna walk out to Etta James at last. But then as I kept listening, I was like, no, fuck that. I need to walk out too. I put a spell on you. And then yeah. people always... <laughs> talking about how I manifested him and all of that and he was like it would just be dope because people are already be saying you manifested me so then you put a spell on me it would be perfect so that I swapped it up had my homies walk out to it last which I didn't even realize like on the last verse of that song she's talking about putting a spell on somebody oh, um, I didn't either until I had listened to the song so many times so it still was like oh damn this is this is still kind of given the same energy but um I ended up walking to that and then we wanted our parents to like walk up to something upbeat I don't even remember the original song I think it was a um song from the best man that song with Beyonce and that dude who name I don't know I don't even know if people remember that song but it's it's before Beyonce's voice changed um it came out probably when we were in high school so I think the best man came out in like 99 or 98 or something um, but it's called After All Is Said and Done. Go on and uh, Google that afterwards so you can listen to it. But it sounds right. like real early Beyonce where she was like, sound damn near sound like she was whisper singing. But he was like, no, nah, I don't think they should walk after that. So then he he was like, oh, this is Teddy Pendergrass. Okay. Loving somebody. I was like, okay. Nah, that's Teddy Pendergrass. Hit. That's why I chose it as my background for the video I made. Yes. So he did all the processional songs like oh, I would have yes he picked all of them and I did that playlist that was playing like during dinner and during the waiting period which I'm glad everybody enjoyed because I could see y'all yes. having fun and singing and everybody just like singing along and like oh girl you need to give me this playlist and I was like I mm-hmm. did I emailed it to y'all hoes, but I guess ain't nobody checked y'all email anywho I, I didn't because I didn't even know I had it you did Everybody that got an iPhone, I had texted to y'all um, quite some time ago. So you're telling on yourself. But anywho, <laughs> that part was wonderful. I love the music. I still jam the playlist to this day. Um, I feel like I'm going to jam that playlist forever because it did. It was like dope. It's all get out. And it wasn't just like songs you hear all the time. We dug mm-hmm. up into the archives to get some stuff that was going to bring back some memories. So I'm glad that you can attest to the music selection um and of course the ceremony everything was with intention my my mentor friend classmate from law school 
she married us. She also just got sworn in to become a judge. She won an election. So I feel very nice to have been the first of her marrying Pop Cherry. So I, every everybody played a part. And then the people that walked down the aisle, I didn't have all 20 bride tribe members walk down. I had all the people who at one at one point in time, I had either introduced me to my husband. One of the people introduced me to my husband. Um, I had my goddaughter and her friend to represent the youthfulness, the little young. And then I had my closest girlfriends, um, two from college, one from law school, and then one from life be a part of the representation of who's going to walk down the aisle um, and like bless it and sage it for me. So that was really cool and special. And my guy best friend from law school walked my mama down um, and my little cousin walked my auntie who was also my godmother down so it was great it was that part was just like wonderful like the ceremony all of that I feel like it was absolutely for us the food you know let's talk about the food okay so this is the thing that I told you about your wedding so guys the location of her wedding okay of course we were in Houston but just the house itself it looked like we were in New Orleans yeah. And then food truck, not just saying it's because it was Mexican food. It just seemed like we were like in Tijuana somewhere. Like yeah. it was like, even on your pictures, it was like you were somewhere different mm-hmm. um, at the food truck. It just, I don't know. It just gave so many different things, just the venue and the food truck and everything. It just looks so yeah. So our first date was on a Taco Tuesday and we were going to go out somewhere else. But then at the last minute I had texted him like, um, it's Taco Tuesday. You know, so we'll we go get some tacos. So we ended up going to a restaurant for Taco Tuesday. Then when we actually got engaged, it was Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, um, and we both love Mexican food. So it just seemed like the perfect touch to have all of those things combined to have that be our food and them tacos was busting yo they were so good especially i think my favorite one was the pork mm-hmm. was so good like they were bomb and then the house um i had been there maybe one time for like a poetry reading because it's like a multi-purpose club and she got jazz night she does all these things there um, so he and I, when we were looking for wedding venues, I was trying to find just like eclectic places because I didn't want to necessarily do it. Like I'm damn sure not in no plantation or nothing crazy like that. Cause we are right. in the South. So right. a lot of those places are like barns and give that, that energy. So I wanted it to be somewhere different when we walked in there, just the decor, just the lushness, the garden, like everything just felt like us. And I, it's crazy because I grew up in a yellow house and then the fact that the house was yellow, it just felt like, okay, the symbolism is here. So we got to do this. So that's how we ended up with the venue. Um, It's like an old Victorian house and it like just everything about it. I love just the, the dank, the musty, the old, the moody. Like the, it, I it, like it, the it, creaking like, floors. Like the yes. creaking floors was even like a part that added to like yes, like it was definitely vintage, just charm. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was bomb. Um, I can't even front my the venue was bomb and it was worth it. The coordinator was working all day. Like I said, get you a good coordinator because if you got a full time job, baby girl, you ain't gonna have time to be following up on all these details at all. It's gonna stress you out. So did the um did the venue come with the charcuterie board? 
Yeah. So that was, was so good. <laughs> I know. And we were looking at pictures of it. He didn't even get any of it. But like one of my best friends, she made me a plate. It's like a picture of her actually making my plate on there. I was like, bitch, that plate saved my life. Like yeah. I didn't get to taste everything that was on there, but mm-hmm. the stuff that I did taste was bomb. And I was like, baby, I would have been hangry had she not had the foresight to make that plate. Do you have a business, brand, or even a creative idea? Power Media Network can help you design a strategy to make your brand impactful. Visit www.powermedianetwork.com today to schedule a free consultation. Power Media Network, next level media. Girl, that thing, I mean, when I saw, because this is my first time seeing like pie, and you guys had pie. It was pie, and it was like some type of oh, that jalapeno bread. Oof, yeah, that jalapeno bread hit. I was like, oh, they did this. Yes. So and the drinks point. were really good as well. Like the drinks were really good. I had, I had two drinks, and they were both really good. And I'm glad you said that because you know, that's one of the things that was like people don't know how to act. And you better than me if you go to somebody event. And it's an open bar and you go up in there and get slosh or be trifling and yeah. drink up the whole open bar. When we were planning this, we were like, well, you know, usually people have two to three drinks. So, you know, we had a, a large bar tab to keep it open, like very large. It was mofos talking about, oh, I'm on my fifth or sixth drink. Like they was uh, acting like they had never been nowhere. Like they did not have no coof no etiquette training no nothing and like literally drinking to get fucked up and that led to other issues that were not so great on the wedding eve but see when you speak about intention my whole thing the whole weekend you know even starting from thursday when i saw you i'm like this is my friend weekend you know so for myself it was like "Mm, i ain't gonna you know i'm not stepping out of line with the whole drinking thing it's like Two drinks is enough. Like, yeah. ain't no need to meet. I had a shot, so I had two drinks and a shot. But even with that, it's like I don't want to. Um, I ain't trying to do too much because I don't want to be that girl. Exactly. To get about. Like, Listen. I'm not about to be that girl to get talked about. So. Listen, and I know people be coming to weddings to have fun and stuff, but don't do that. Don't be trifling. Don't come up in there empty-handed, right. and, and try to drink yourself into a stupor like you said it's supposed to be about us the bride and the groom um and i feel like anytime you losing your inhibitions you're being selfish because other people are having to deal with you they having to deal with mm-hmm. repercussions of your foolishness um especially if you don't know how to handle your liquor especially if you one of those people who don't know when to stop and then or just doggish like i saw so many displays of doggishness that it just disgusted me but see i feel like those things change the unfortunately or fortunately it changes the trajectory of the friendship it do because if you would come to an event where i'm trying to celebrate i'm making a um like this was a life-changing decision like you don't Literally. just look and really be like, I'm about to marry this person. Like, this is the whole decision process that goes into it. So to have somebody come to an event and just to act crazy, it's like, I don't know if I'm going to be wrong with you much more. Because, I mean, we're not in our 20s. Like, if we were in our 20s, okay, we got more life to live. Some of us ain't in our 30s. Like, we're in our 40s. So do that. By the time you 35 and up crowd, um, you should know better. And that's how it went from from the term that I phrased groomsmen to doomsmen. 
because <laughs> it was people that did not know how to handle their liquor and their actions definitely showed that they trifling as hell and childish and ain't gonna be on no more guest lists no more because mm. all if all you have to do is show up and hold it down for my husband or hold it down for me and you mm-hmm. couldn't even sacrifice four hours basically right. uh you're trash <laughs> and i'm glad that you know the garbage took itself out or whatever but don't go to nobody's stuff and be trifling and try to drink up all day they hold open bar because baby i know for a fact everybody we only had 130 guests. It should have been an average of maybe like three drinks per person. That That is not how it went. Like people was being real um, trifling. But people had to be different because at my table, there were two people that didn't drink at yeah. all. So they and, didn't have anything. And see, that's all. what I'm saying. Like there were several people who don't drink or mm-hmm. weren't planning on it. So it's like other people weren't even being considerate of us like hey y'all good y'all need something hey whatever like literally the only person that brought us drinks was like one of my cousins and we were like okay we needed this because damn we the ones that's been standing up all this time and doing all this like bro like thank you like you a real one but just girl i did not see you with no drink and i was like is she with child (laughs) oh god of course (laughs) as if i didn't go out with you on thursday i was like wait a minute like yeah no no because it really like when you like that's the thing like the day go by so fast that you don't mm-hmm. really get a chance to just like fully explore your whole venue like I'm looking at the pictures I'm seeing stuff I didn't even see like there were whole right. sections of the venue that we never even walked to because you're so zoomed in on what your purpose is that all the extra stuff is more so for other people like you don't mm-hmm. see the signing table or the decorations like I don't I didn't see any of that I barely even noticed what the flowers or the cake looked like until I saw the pictures I was like damn my cake was pretty like I didn't even see it that cake was so good they did the cake too so they got it from a bakery out here that here um that that, um food market that you try to go to so we have like a lot of like authentic Mexican bakeries and baby, that's where you go when you need your stuff done because them quinceañera cakes and them wedding cakes are not as expensive, but they are just as good. So you go to the barrio, to the barrio. Yes. Like that cake was bomb. Like, hey, I damn near want to go back to the bakery and get us, get us some little desserts for the weekend. But, um, they did that like she if all the venue all the vendors and stuff she had people that she linked us up with and it just so happened that everything was up to our standard and what we wanted for our wedding so big ups to avant gardens and all of the staff and the crew bad board of management all of them they were very nice like even when the heat lamps dimmed a little bit we're like oh can you turn the heat lamps on they were right there to do it. I mean, they yeah. ushered us inside for the dance party. Like, yes, they were on top of things. Yes. And to be told, around maybe like nine o'clock, whenever everybody had finished eating and winding up and heading upstairs, him and I were like, baby, I think I'm about to just throw this bouquet and then we're going to roll up <laughs> out of here at like 930. Because we were just like exhausted. Like it had been a sure. full day. I had been there since like two. He had been there since three. 
like we were tired and it was just like okay well let me go up here and you know I'll toss this bouquet and we'll sneak out and nobody will notice (laughs) it's just like you know we talk about drinking and all that it's like we felt a shift from certain people like as we were standing there we were just like looking out at certain people and like it looked like some people were possessed like Erica, my homegirl that had that sage, that last one to come out, mm-hmm. we should have had her do that party too because that drinking demon, that, <sighs> that, that alcoholism demon, <laughs> that devil, that 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 uh, open bar devil was busy. And we were just like watching it. And my husband was like, yeah, we can't leave now. I got so many people in here. Like if right. we go who's gonna know who from who it's like your family here you got homegirls here your cousins mm-hmm. I got little cousins and all that here it was kind of like we felt obligated to stay just to make sure that nothing happened right. um and of course nothing big happened but there was mm-hmm. like an incident where we had the you know a little little let's get it crunk up in this dancery moment <laughs> where you know that we had the strong bomb one of the doomsmen but I feel like had we left and something occurred with like all those people who overindulged, like it really could have been, been like a nightmare. Yeah. So foresight or in hindsight, it's like I'm glad that what happened happened. Um, it didn't take away from the evening. Like I don't know what, what everybody else got into, but I feel like by the time we left, um, Everybody had enjoyed themselves. Everybody was full. Everybody was happy. Y'all had got y'all a little twerk on for a little bit. And it was like enough to be sufficient to say that the Vaughn had begun and the Vaughn could go ahead and shut it on down. All I'm going to say is we had a time, a time to the point that I, I came back, got home, was feeling a little little different <laughs> I had called my neighbor I was like you mind watching my dog for a few more minutes so I can go grab me something to eat and child the next day I was sick like Kristen brought that flu she brought that flu rona to Houston I had what influenza A I was like Alan I'm sick please tell your friend that sat next to me on the plane that I got the flu Wow. We took pictures and everything on the plane. And then I felt like as soon as I told Fallon I had the flu, she was like, My throat feel a little bit funny too. My right. throat feel funny. I'm like, this girl's throat don't feel funny. And then boom, what happened? I'm over here feeling like I gotta call up Dr. Jones <laughs> because the bitch was over here piss coughing. And I was like, God damn, I know. <laughs> we didn't it wasn't even that we didn't go in that hard. Like, damn, like a bitch. <laughs> Like, what is wrong with my pelvic wall? Like, why am I coughing so hard? And I said, lo and behold, Kristen got my throat jacked up. <laughs> she tried to say that I gave her the flu, too. I wasn't even around you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then she going to send me a picture. This is us around each other. I'm like, shut up. Right, so, like, and this was I'm, both of our first times having the flu, too. I'm like, I never even had the flu before in my life. I know, and don't never want to get it again. I don't want to get it again. Like, ugh. like I don't know what what came in in that luggage that she packed, but uh, your girl <laughs> throat was raw. It was raw. It's all get out, and yeah, I had to rest and recuperate and and get my pelvic floor back back together from all that coughing. I enjoyed my first full week of being married because she had the flu. Yeah, I was not feeling it. I was just like, girl, 
but we put that sickness and health to the test because right. baby i was having to run to the bathroom to cough and pee i was like damn is this what a pregnant bitches feel like <laughs> well oh my God. Man, i'm I'm sure I can say on behalf of the people, thank you so much for sharing your special day, especially on this platform. Thank you for allowing me to share it on, um, I ain't even ask you, but you know, thank you for allowing me to share it on um, the You Better Than Me Instagram page. If y'all not following, go ahead and follow that. So we are so excited. We're so proud of you. We're so happy for you and Naman, and we are just wishing you all of the blessings that are due to you both. Now, you ain't even tell about your adventures in Houston while you uh closing this song down, but I'm going to let you make it. <laughs> well, what adventures did I have? I don't even know. Girl, you went out. You were oh, shopping. Okay. So you I really did not too. go out that often, I will say. We did go to the mall. So we more so did window shopping, me and my friend Yoko. I, it was her birthday, so I ended up buying her something for her birthday. But we, we weren't doing any big shopping. We didn't have bags for the wedding, so we needed a cute purse. So we did buy a cute little clutch. That was one thing. But we hit up the restaurants, baby. We was eating out. We was eating at all the good places. Uh, we went to this one spot, Black-owned Culture. That was really good. We went to a wing spot that I didn't even know, but my um, classmate from Albany State University, it was his spot. We went there and had wings. The food was good. I will say... Houston was trying to act like D.C. with the weather. Like, I was not I expecting that. Like, I was really like, man, it's about to be warm. And then we get to Houston, it's like 40 degrees. It's like, what? I was happy because I didn't want to have no hot, musty wedding. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, needed, I needed winter vibes. But I think that's why we got sick. I know. I know. But yeah, you was taking cute pictures. I was like, damn, this girl be good at places that I never even been to. Do you have a you better than me moment from your welcome to Houston? Let the run begin. Um, so I will say at this big age, because I'm sure you and I have both either been in weddings or attended weddings um, in the past, but at this big age, you better than me if you can't give someone that is supposed to be your friend, just, you know, their day to experience happiness, love, and joy, because that's what it's all about when you go into someone's wedding. So that's a word. Yeah. I, I think that, that that's so important and uh, even then that's getting along with other people and meeting new people and all mm-hmm. this and like we had Ashley our homie from Detroit there oh, right hey. and just like meeting people like it's it's a level of adulthood that comes with it and, and that could be a whole other episode um, yeah that will be another episode guys <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> like it's, it's, it's so much still to unpack but thank y'all for, you know, indulging your girl and supporting me through this journey and all the You Better Than Me moments as as I wedding planned and transitioning to Miss to Mrs. I'll go ahead and um, let you go in that now, Kristen, because, you know, I still <laughs> was trying to hear about your Houston adventures. Yeah. But Kristen. go ahead. Take it away. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the You Better Than Me podcast. We will be back with you guys soon. So if you are not following our Instagram page, be sure to go over there and hit us up on the Instagram page. And be sure to follow me and follow on our personal pages. Thank you so much for listening today. Bye. Bye. You Better Than Me is a podcast on Pyro Media Network. Produced by Pyro Media Productions. 
Pyromedia Network and Pyromedia Productions are subsidiaries of Pyromedia Enterprises. For more information, please visit www.pyromedianetwork.com. Thank you for listening, and we will see you on the next.